Thank you for listening to the Radiant Church Podcast. For more information, visit us at weareradiant.com. Today is a day that we call our Legacy Sunday, where we take up an offering at the end of the service. We're not going to take up two offerings. It's one offering, and 100% of the, the offering goes towards our legacy projects that accelerate the vision. It's not going towards paying off debt or catching up budget. We're all up to date. To God be the glory. But before we get to the offering, I've got a message for you. But before I get to that message, I want to just celebrate what God has done through the last year through your generosity. Uh, we took up our legacy offering in 2018 and the same Sunday a year ago. And we have seen God do exceedingly abundantly over this last year. So let me share some of the wins. But like the, uh, the, the award shows, I'm going to ask you to hold your applause till the very end. Because I know it's a big deal. And you're going to want to shout after every single one of them. But hold it to the end. But this year alone, we just po- crossed the $500,000 mark to missions. Which brings our missions giving um, as a church since we started the church till now just over the $1.5 million mark to God be the glory and that. One of our, I know you want to clap so much. I, I see you're like doing this and you're stopping your, your neighbors. Um, one of the, the cool things uh, I presented to y'all last year on Legacy Sunday is I said, listen, I have this dream in my heart to really make Easter a massive outreach for us as a church. And so we added services to our newest location in St. Petersburg. Our Tampa locations, we took over the convention center. The funds for that were raised during Legacy Sunday, and we saw just that 6,500 people show up to Easter there. Hundreds of lives changed for eternity. It kind of accelerated our growth through your generosity last year. And one of the national magazines that studies churches out of 300,000 churches in America, put us as the fourth fastest growing church in 2019 in America, ladies and gentlemen. I know, you can't even clap yet. You gotta wait. Um, I know, that's fun. And then with that, we were able to launch two locations um, that were just such big deals that were from our legacy offering. Actually, one year ago today, I announced the vision and the dream of, of planting a location in Brandon, Florida. We didn't have the money We didn't have the building. We didn't know where to go, but you guys gave towards it, and on opening Sunday in August, we had 923 people in attendance there, which that location right now, I know they're streaming in right now, is thriving and growing and reaching people in that community who are far from God. And then I gave you guys a vision last year. I didn't think we could do it, to be honest. I say a lot of things that I'm not sure if they were gonna happen, and, and, and last year on this Sunday, I said, listen, we have a downtown location at Blake High School that's been meeting for about a year and a half, two years, and I believe it's in my heart and it's in God's heart to provide a facility for it, and I want us to give towards it. And without even having a facility picked out, without having anything ready, you guys gave towards it, and we were able to move in in September debt-free into our new Heights facility with 1,212 people joining us on that opening day. That location has four services thriving all day today, and all that said and done, it's all for the purpose of showing people who Jesus is and a relationship with him, which we're seeing all day long in baptisms, and as of today, we've seen 39 114 decisions for Christ now at every location. I think we should give Jesus the honor and the praise and the worship that he deserves. We love you, Jesus. It's all for him, isn't it? Amazing. Amazing, 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 amazing. And uh, what could we do to top that? Only God could could do something uh, to top that. But that's what legacy is all about. 
because honestly, we could only do done a fraction of that last year without this offering that we did last year and without this offering that we're gonna do today for 2020. We're investing in the next, the next year and the next decade through today's giving, and so thank you for prayerfully considering it. You can write it down in your notes. It's the title of today's message. It's the theme for Legacy 2020, as I'm calling it, and it's gonna be a theme you hear throughout the year, but I, throughout the whole next year that I think is super important. Us as a church, we're making a pivotal step today, and we're calling it, we're building for tomorrow. We're building for tomorrow. Write it down in your notes and check this out. The choices we make today, the sacrifices we make in this moment have a direct impact on the future that we create for those who are in desperate need of hope. We need to be asking the question, what are we doing today that future generations are gonna be talking about? What choices are we making right now that are gonna have an impact in Tampa Bay and to the ends of the earth? For the past six years, we have been renting space on one of the busiest shopping centers and on one of the busiest roads in all of Tampa. We came into this space and began our journey here. People kept telling us it would never work. This area is a graveyard for church plants. That was the story. But God built his church in this rundown theater. And now it's our time to write the story of what God will do tomorrow. It's our time to build a facility in the heart of Tampa. This is a moment to build something that's bigger than us. It'll be more than a building, it'll be a hub, a hub for life change, a hub of a thriving church in a thriving city. What God has done in the past has been phenomenal. 8,500 decisions for Christ, $1.5 million given away to missions, thousands baptized. And while the past is incredible, we need to start building for the next generation, for what God wants to do next. The Tampa Bay area is growing at an astronomical pace. 51,000 people a year are moving into our community. The question is, does God need to raise up somebody else to do what he has called Radiant to do? Or are we gonna step up in this moment and build the future that God has destined for us to build? We have been in Tampa for six years, but we've only been renting. We have seemed temporary to our city and we need our city to know we are building for tomorrow. Something that future generations are gonna talk about. With your help, this facility will help us change the narrative of Tampa Bay. We must do this because years from now, what God has built through our sacrifice needs to be powerful and impossible to ignore. This building will help us create an unavoidable presence in our region. The people of Tampa Bay must know that God loves them, that the church is for them, and that we have sacrificed to make it hard for them to go to hell by making it easy for them to go to church. This is our responsibility. We have seen the miraculous in the past, but we are letting our city know that we are building for tomorrow. That video fires me up every single time. I've never been more scared and more nervous on what God has for our future, but I think it's gonna be great. Can I hear a good amen across Tampa Bay? You know, tomorrow is something we normally don't prepare for. Normally, tomorrow is where we um, say we're gonna change, 
Um, I don't know about you. I, I, on Thanksgiving Day, I, that night, I was said, okay, that's it. Diet starts tomorrow. But tomorrow is, is a place where um, a lot of things don't really change um, like we want them to because then on Friday, tomorrow was Saturday. And then on Saturday, tomorrow was Sunday. And now we're a week and a half after that, and I'm still believing I was ready today, and then the donut walls in every location <laughs> messed me up completely. Like, like it's all about tomorrow. And, and if we're not careful, we'll put off to tomorrow what God has called us to do today, and we'll miss out on the impact God's called us to do. And I'm not just talking about our church. I'm talking about your life. I wonder how many people at one of our locations today that you've been putting off the life change. You've been putting off the restoring the relationship. You've been putting off the, the investing in your kids. You've been putting off the, the life that God's called you to live, and you're missing out on the great things that God has for you because you're not doing it today. God's called us to live this life of legacy. It's something he's called us to do. Um, what I do a lot of the times is I'll put it off, and I'll put important things off like months down the road. You know what I, like that, what I mean? Where like I'll put the, the appointment like six months down the road, and I'll go, oh, man, eventually I'll get around to it. And then, then you slowly, then it comes around, and you're like, where did that come from? It came so quick. Have you realized the older you get, the quicker tomorrow comes? You know what I mean? I, last, year, last week, I celebrated a birthday, turning older. I'm 36 now. I know, getting closer to 40. I know. It's, like, it's, it's one of those things. I realize it's a weird year because I, when I turned 36 last week, I had this moment where I remembered my parents turning 36, you know, you know what that moment is where you remember your parents being your age? And at, when I was a kid and I remember them turning 36, I thought, they're old. And now I'm 36 and I'm like, I'm not old. I'm not old at all. And, and then I look at my parents now and I'm looking at them going, they're old. And the truth is it's going to be no, in a matter of time. I'm going to be right there. And if we're not careful, tomorrow will creep up on us. And if we're not investing in it now, we're not going to make a difference then. I actually think it's a change of mindset we need to have. Write it down your notes this way. The poor always live for today. And I'm not just talking about poor financially. I'm talking about poor in their mindset, poor in their living, the way they live their life. The middle class, those who kind of get by a little bit, they live for retirement. So they're living for this day where they're going to eventually retire, eventually you know, be able to get in a sailboat and sail away one day. But then there's the wealthy, and this is where I want you to get. I want Radiant Church to get there. The wealthy aren't living for today. They're not living for retirement. They're living for legacy. They're living for impact, for generations to come. And this is what I've, God's called me to do and, and called us to shift our perspective to go, it's not just about us, but it's about preparing for the future of what God wants to do in our community, through our children and our grandkids. Listen up to me, every location, listen to this. There are kids right now that are in Radiant Kids who are gonna be the leaders in the 22nd century. Think about that. Not, not, the, not the 2020s, I'm talking about 2200. We're, what we're doing now is impacting the next century from now. We have got to live in such a way that we're not going to build something temporarily through our life, but we're going to build something that we pass down what God has done in our life to the next generation and the generation after that, and they're standing on our shoulders saying, you know what, we're able to pursue God, we're seeing revival, we're seeing lives change because of my parents and my grandparents were willing to build for tomorrow, even though it might not have affected them. 
That's what God's called us to do. Actually, this whole thing has kind of wrecked my life. There's a story in the book of Judges where the children of Israel, and if you have your Bibles, you can turn there, Judges chapter two, the children of Israel get to the promised land and they settle there in the promised land. It's very interesting when we get to a place where we kind of settle in our life and we're excited, our kids are doing good, our family's good, and a lot of you are in that place. But then the story goes that their, their fearless leader, this guy by the name of Joshua, ends up dying. And Joshua, who is a, an incredible leader, he led them into the promised land, had victory after victory after victory. Joshua ends up dying, and the, the results of Joshua's death really scared me. It scares me of how we're building our church. It scares me of how I'm raising my kids, because Joshua prioritized them settling in the promised land, but he did not prioritize the success of making sure things go down to the next generation. And watch what happens, Judges chapter two, Verse seven, it says, the people served the Lord throughout the lifetime of Joshua and the elders who outlived him who, and who had seen the great things that the Lord had done in Israel. So as long as the people had seen what God had done in that generation, they served God. They were living in the fourth fastest growing church like that of their day. Like they were there. They were experiencing the, the expansion. They were experiencing the growth. But then something happened. Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, he died at the age of 110. That's an old dude right there. I promise you, I will not be pastoring at 110 years old. Take me off the stage at that moment, all right? Verse 10, but after the whole generation had gathered to their ancestors, so when Joshua and his group, when they had gone up to heaven, another generation, say another generation, another generation who grew up. And, and what I'm worried about is there's another generation that's gonna come after us in Tampa Bay area, in St. Petersburg, in Brandon, who neither knew the Lord nor what he had done for Israel. So there's another generation coming after us that doesn't know the excitement of the baptisms and the life change and the, the money given to missions and the impact. There's another generation that's coming that didn't know that and the result that because it was not an intentional investment in Joshua for the next generation, the result is, look at verse 12, that, 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 that generation forsook the Lord. And I'm worried that if we're not careful to make a legacy about the next generation, that there's gonna be a whole group that's raised up that'll forsake the Lord and not know what God is doing in our life. So we have to be a church that builds for tomorrow, not just for the church's sake, but for your sake and for your kids' sake. So that's what legacy is. Write it down your notes this way. Legacy is simply the impact or that impression that you're gonna leave behind. And Joshua left an impact of a great leader, a great warrior, but for some reason, and I'm not down in them, I don't know the whole experience, but for some reason, the impact left behind was not one of, we gotta follow the God of Joshua. We gotta follow, I, I want my kids, and I want my grandkids, and I want your kids to go, man, I wanna I want follow the, the God of my father. I wanna follow the God of my grandparents. I, I wanna have what they have. This is a great question for us to evaluate in our life when it comes to legacy, and it's simply this, is how will I be remembered? How will I be remembered? People are gonna talk about me one day. They're gonna, they're gonna evaluate my life one day. How am I gonna be remembered? You're gonna be remembered by something. You know, I remember that uh, years ago, I went to, I was driving in Pensacola. There was a house that had a sign out in the front, just a little cardboard box, and the sign said, Pugs for Sale. Now, I don't know if you like me. I, I love pugs. Pugs are like the little men in black dog, you know what I'm talking about? And so I loved it. I was like, I, I wanna buy a pug. That sounds awesome. So I pull in the driveway, and 
And as I drove into the driveway, she, this person had like the little uh, pug crossing signs right there in the driveway, like, like adamant pug lover right there. And went to the car, and on the car was a, one of those stick figures, you know, you put in the back of your car, but the one right next to it, it was a pug. Yeah, you guessed it right there. So they had a little pug, and you know, uh, you know, they had the drive slow, pugs are in the car sign. And so then I went to the front door, and, and I went to go knock on the front door, but where you knock, it's not just a little doorbell. It's, it's a little door thing. It's a, it's, a, it's a pug paw print. This person loved pugs, like, a lot. So, so then they open the door, and, and, you know, I knock on the door, and you just hear, like, the dogs are going crazy. And you're like, I know there's a lot of pugs in this house. And the, the lady answers the door, and, and she's got a pug T-shirt on. Like, it's just a giant t- pug on her T-shirt. And, and I'm like, this girl is diehard pug. And, and then you know how some people, you know some people look like they're dogs? Anyway, so... She really loved dogs and loved pugs. And so we walked through her house, and she, she's got, like, everything. If there was a pug museum, she would own every single thing inside of there. It was all the picture frames, all the little, the little uh, coasters. Everything was pug, 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 pug. And I had this moment as I'm walking through her house that one day this lady is going to go on and, and, you know, go to the next life, and she's going to be remembered as the pug lady. Yes! That's going to be her life. That's going to be her legacy. And that, my friends, is how Katie and I met. No, I'm just joking. (laughs) I did that like four years ago. My wife did not like that joke at all. That's funny. But the truth is, is you're going to have a legacy, and you're going to be remembered for something, and I want to help you figure it out in your life of how to create a life of legacy. Today, God's brought you to Radiant Church, not just to build this legacy of this church, but to build the legacy of your life. So how do we live a life of legacy? How do we pass it on to the next generation? If you're a parent in here, you'll want to take a couple of these notes because these will be helpful for you. Here's the first one. A life of legacy is simply this. It's that what matters the most is emphasized the most. Because really, whatever you emphasize the most in your life is going to be your legacy. So we're passing a lot of things down to our kids. We're passing good characteristics and good traits to their kids. But I wonder if we're passing down to this next generation what really matters the most. And I'm, I'm all about being a great American, but I'm telling you, that's not what matters the most. I'm all about being a good citizen, but that's not what matters the most. I'm all about having good manners, but that's not what matters the most. We're gonna need to create a legacy as individuals and as a church that we emphasize what matters the most and what matters the most is a personal, real, thriving relationship with God. And if you are not making that the emphasis of your life, it will not help you leave. It will not give you a legacy to leave to the next generation because they're watching you. The next generation that's being raised up are watching you come into Radiant. They're watching how you prioritize this church. They're watching how you give. And they're wondering, going, is this thing real? Is this thing a real thing? That's why Paul says it this way. He says in Philippians chapter four, he says, whatever you have learned, whatever you've received, whatever you've heard or seen in me, here's what I want you to know. Because you've seen it in my life, you can put it into practice. I wonder how many parents can say that to their kids. Like, this is the life we've called you to live. And he goes, and here's the result of it. Ready? The God of peace will be with you. There's, there's great things when, when you can look at, look at their life 
And not, not this whole like, hey, do as I say, but not as I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's terrible parenting, by the way. It's terrible parenting. Why? Because they're going to do what you, you teach what you know, but you always reproduce who you really are. So I'm gonna let, help you live a life of legacy is that you gotta emphasize what matters the most. And I appreciate this about my parents. Despite their flaws, despite their struggles, everywhere we went, it was all about a real, thriving relationship with God. Every time they talked to the waitress, and what are they doing? Mom and dad are witnessing to the waitress again. Oh, they're telling this person about Jesus. So they're telling this person, why? Because everything in their life was emphasized on what matters the most. And I'll tell you, heaven and hell are real, and because they're real, we gotta be a church that, that emphasizes what really matters the most. So people get really frustrated with us as a church going, well, what about me? I matter, I care. I'm like, I agree. And we wanna care for you, and we wanna love you, and we want you to get you in a group, and we wanna help walk you through tough times. But while God loves everybody, his priority is the lost. And we've gotta be a church that understands, and you're gonna hear me say it over and over and over again, we are a church that cares about reaching people far from God because they matter the most. Because they're lost. Um, I lost one of my kids again this last week. Um, <laughs> it's parenting. Um, don't take a lot of my advice on parenting. I, I did a Friday night with just me and the kids at a hotel in Orlando. Uh, Katie had schoolwork. She's getting her master's right now, so she had some schoolwork, so I took them to just have a little bit of fun. So we get up the next day to do a little bit of a pool day. So I'm all excited. I've got all four kids. They survived the first night. Big win on my behalf. Wake them up, and we get all ready for the pool, and we start going to the elevator. We're in this massive hotel in Orlando. We're on the seventh floor. There's hundreds and hundreds of rooms. And uh, as I go to the elevator, the door is shutting, and Kai is inside the elevator, my three-year-old boy. So the door is shutting, and I've got a baby right here. I've got two other kids, you know, around me like here. And I'm like, Kai, Kai, Kai. And I'm running towards the door as the door's shutting, and he's just like. <laughs> True story. The door shuts. That's the most frightening thing in the world for a parent, like ever. So then I look, and there's an employee that's standing right there, and he's like cleaning up the, the lobby area of where the elevator is. And I'm like, what do I do about this elevator? And he looks at me, no lie, and he just goes, like, I don't know if he didn't speak English or what the situation was. So he just looks at me. I'm like, well, I've, my son is in there. Like, I've got to do something about it. Like, never in that moment did I look at my kids and go, I've got three others. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I've survived. Katie will be happy with the three that I bring home. No. Everything at that moment was about one thing and one thing only. It's somebody was lost and they belong to me and I'm gonna do anything I can. I'll fight anybody. I'll, I'll do whatever it takes. I'm gonna do whatever to get that kid back. So we jumped on an elevator and went up and down the floors and found the kid about five minutes later wandering around the lobby just hanging out with people, just like wandering around. And the joy in my heart when I found him and then spanked him so hard right there. <laughs> but let me tell you, it is so much about the heart of God that we as a church stay on mission going, you know what? We love the fact that we're, we're growing and we're helping people and we're helping you take your next steps. But let us not forget, we have to add services. We have to expand to new communities. We have to build bigger buildings. Not because we matter, but because they matter and eternity is real and we've got to do something about it. This is our legacy. What matters the most 
is emphasized the most, that'll make us be a church that leaves a legacy, and it'll make you leave a legacy in your life. Here's, here's the second one. Ready? Write it down. He said, you have to understand, if you want to leave a life of legacy, you've got to understand that sacrifice is the seed for significance. So we gotta, we gotta, we gotta embrace sacrifice yet again. We've, we've lost this in our culture. We've lost this idea because here's what happens. When things are going really well, we start to coast and we don't remember that the benefits we're experiencing now, even as a nation, the benefits we're experiencing now are from previous generations' sacrifice. So, so when we forget the idea of sacrifice, we actually forget and miss out on the significance that God has for us next. That's what I so appreciate about my parents. Uh, I honor them so much because both of them have incredible work ethic. They work very hard. They were very, very, very poor. They worked themselves through college, through, through everything. My dad built majorly um, just awesome businesses. And yet at an early age, they put me and my siblings to work. Like I was thinking about the other day. It was like illegally young. We were put to work. Like, I, like they were, had us working at my dad and car, car businesses, had us working at the car businesses, like at really illegally young ages. And I always like kind of resented it when I was young, like I can't believe I'm doing this. And then, then it built up into a work ethic and at 15 years old, I started working at McDonald's and then became a waiter uh, when I turned 17, 18 and started working in that world. And I've just always worked and my parents always valued this idea of hard, hard work ethic, sacrifice. And what they didn't realize is that, maybe they did realize it, that they were there and they lived in such a way that they weren't trying to provide us a lifestyle. They were trying to provide us an example for us to follow and how to get there. So it wasn't, I worked hard so my kids don't have to. It's, I work hard so I can show my kids how to. And there's something valuable about a good, solid, teach your kids sacrifice. When you, when you give in something like a legacy offering, talk about it with your kids. Hey, kids, I just want you to know, we're, we're cutting back on this this month, or we're pulling back on this because we're going to give to God. I gave my, whole, my kids a talk the other morning about how important it is that we give to this offering this next week, and, and, and we're going to cut back a little bit on some stuff in Christmas, and we're going to do this because what matters most is really what's prioritized the most with our family, and we're going to sacrifice because that's the path towards significance. Well, well, Johnny, you know, he can't, he can't work in college because he's got to study. He's just got to relax. It's a lot of pressure. Johnny is playing beer pong at 3 a.m. That is what Johnny is doing in college. <laughs> Somebody's like writing that down. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Sacrifice. And here's what I, I want to re, uh, reiterate it to you guys here this way. Listen, because people that are left to themselves will make life about themselves. So when we make life about ourselves, we'll stop sowing seeds of significance for the future. That is why, it's hard for me. I'm telling you, I want, I want so bad to be in next Sunday. I'm really, I'm with you. Next Sunday, we're back in our Christmas season and we got our song being released and I've got a whole Christmas message and we're gonna you know, have all the fun and it's all gonna be about you and embracing all that God has for your life. I love those seasons, but I gotta help you as your pastor to remind you that it's not about us at all times. That God wants you to have this great life, but we've got we to embrace sacrifice again. And I'm worried we've made sacrifice. Oh, it's, it's, it's early on Sunday we went to church. You know, I, I went to another location. I, I moved out of the busy service times. Or, you know, uh, it was raining, and because it wasn't raining that hard, I decided to go to church. No, 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 that's not sacrifice. 
Let, let, us, let us do something that cost us something as a church. Let us get, there needs to be seasons in your life, church, that you are stretched to say, you know what, I don't know why God's telling me to do this, but I'm gonna step out of my comfort zone, I'm gonna sow this seed of sacrifice, and I believe I'll reap it in significance somewhere in my life. It needs to be part of our life, amen, church? I think God's called us to live this way. It's sacrifice to, to invite that person to church. It's sacrifice to, I know what it's like as a parent to get those kids up and to get them ready and bring them here every single Sunday. It's sacrifice. It's a seed towards significance in your life. You want, you want to have a significant future? Start sacrificing today. David, the great warrior, the great psalmist, said it this way as he is, he's won this great battle and he's wanting to offer some great offering to God. He wants to build an altar to celebrate what God has done. He goes up to this land, this guy had this land, and he goes, hey, I, wanna, I need to buy this land from you so that I can build an altar to worship God. And the man who owned the land looked at David and said, oh, you're the, you're the king, you're David. He goes, I'm gonna, I'll give you the land, you just take it. You, you're gonna do something to God, you just take it. And David says it this way in 1 Chronicles 21. David says, no, 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 I insist on paying the full price for this land. Why? He goes, I will not take for the Lord, what is yours, or sacrifice a burnt offering that cost me nothing. A faith that cost you nothing is worth nothing, church. A life that costs nothing is worth nothing. But if you'll learn sacrifice, you'll walk into significance, but it's gonna take something on your behalf right now to say, you know what, when I could coast easy, I'm gonna sacrifice for what God wants to do in the future. It's the life that God's calling us to do. Now, a lot of you are going, well, Aaron, it's, salvation is free. Let us not confuse free and the fact that it's costly. Because while it was free for you, it was not free for him. He paid the ultimate price. He went to the ultimate place. He bankrupt heaven on your behalf. It might not have cost you something. It cost him everything. And I think we should give him praise for it, amen? All right, let's close it with this. Number three, the last one is this, at every location. You want a life of legacy? Then simply the best way to impact tomorrow is to start today. To just say, you know what, today, I'm gonna make a change. And I wonder, what is it in your life that you need to change today? What relationship do you need to mend today? You've been putting it off, I'll, I'll call tomorrow. No, 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 call today. What, what is it that you're, you know, oh, I'll, I'll jump in the next steps in the new year. No, no, jump in today. Well, it's step two, and I'm a little OCD, and I have to go one and then two. No, no, no. you go today. You can do it right now. Well, well, well I, I wanna start giving, but I'm gonna wait till this job changes. No, no, start today. I wonder if we would live a life saying we're going to embrace today, then we'll be able to build the future that God wants us to have tomorrow. You are not the product of randomness in your future. You are the product of the decisions you make right now at this moment. That is who you will become tomorrow. Your decisions will determine your destiny. And I don't know about you, but I do know about me and my church. My church, our destiny is gonna be one of massive impact, of locations all over Tampa Bay, of thriving facilities, of thriving life change. And it's not because we're gonna arrive there randomly. We're gonna arrive there intentionally by saying we're gonna do it right now together. Let me give one more quote and I'm done. Gaylord Nelson says it this way. The ultimate test of man's conscience may be, I love this, his willingness to sacrifice something today for future generations whose words of thanks will not be heard.
You know, a lot of you guys are thinking about, oh, investing in, in, in facilities and infrastructure and expansion. You're like, but, but I'm not going to be impacted by that fifth location. I'm not going to be impacted by that building. It's not, it's not about us. It's about that God's called us to be a church that's willing to sacrifice to plant seeds in the ground of significance that are going to be reaped for generations to come. I'm changing my whole mindset. For for six years, I've been about, okay, how quick can we do this? I don't care what the facility is. We'll just jump in. We'll make it happen really fast. Changing my whole mindset. I'm here to do this thing for life, and I'm here to pass it down to generations to come. There will be a thriving, life-giving, spirit-empowered, growing church in the Tampa Bay area called Radiant Church for generations to come. And it's gonna be become because... In 2019, people got beyond themselves and said, you know what, we're gonna sow into the future, we're gonna seed it, we're gonna make it happen, and if we never reap anything from it, it's okay, because God sees, God honors it, and God will reward it. Come on, give God better praise than that today, amen? This is our legacy. Let me pray for you. Holy Spirit, speak to your people. Somebody in this room is just being challenged in different areas of their life on the legacy they are living. Just be obedient to God, whatever he's saying. Somebody, I really felt in my spirit today somebody is being challenged to mend a relationship that you keep putting off, saying, I'll mend it next year, I'll mend it next week, I'll mend it after Christmas. God's saying mend it right now. Right at the end of the service, you need to call them. Somebody else in here, you're, you're, you're just reluctant on even giving. God's saying, give today. Somebody in here, you're just reluctant on different things in your life. God's saying, be obedient now. What would happen if we started changing tomorrow by doing it right now? Whatever the Holy Spirit tells you, just listen to him. Be obedient. I want to live a life that builds for tomorrow. And how I parent, how I, how I treat my spouse, my attitude at work, Let us live a life that builds for tomorrow. Every eye closed and every head bowed, the greatest thing you can do with your life is to give it to Jesus. Your life is a seed that if you'll lay it down, you'll get it planted in God, you'll watch it grow to something significant that you never thought was possible. That's you today. You're ready to give your life to Christ. It means admitting you're a sinner, surrendering your life to him, saying, you know what, God, I'm giving you everything. If that's you today, Today's your day of salvation. You feel God drawing you on your heart. What a great way to start and live Legacy Sunday to say, you know what, today I'm making my legacy about giving my life to Christ. If that's you all over this place, on the count of three, I want you to throw that hand up. Wave it at me at Brandon. Wave it at me at St. Pete, at, at the Heights. Wave it at me online. That's you, and you say, Aaron, today's my day of salvation. I'm giving my life to Jesus. On the count of three, throw that hand up. One, two, three. Throw it up at every location. See it, I see it, I see it. Wow, so many hands. So many hands. This is what legacy is all about. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Put it right back down. Jesus, you saw the hands raised. You're drawing them to yourself. Now, if that was you and you raised your hand, just pray this prayer. Pray right there in your heart. Say, God, I give you my life. I give you my sin. I give you my past. I give you my struggles. Today, Jesus, be my Lord and be my Savior. For the rest of my life, I'm gonna follow you. Not just today, but forever. Let that be my legacy. In Jesus' name, we pray. And everybody that believes it says, come on, can we celebrate life change? All that God's done, it's so good. All right, here's what I want you to do. 
We want you to take that connection card, check on there, I submitted my life to Christ, I surrendered my life to Christ today. It's a day we wanna help follow up with you. Maybe you wanna get baptized, stay for the next service, we'll baptize you right in those services. We have people getting baptized all day long to God be the glory. And right now, what a time of celebration. Let's take up our legacy offering, let's give it to God as a seed that we're planting towards the future that's gonna impact your kids, your great grandkids, I mean the future, you go, I don't have kids, it's the seed towards your future. And I'm telling you, every year God's challenged me to give more and more. This year it scared me a little bit, but I know the fruit of the seed that I sowed last year, and I'm ready to experience it again this year in my life. Let me pray for you. Lord, bless the givers of this church. They are so faithful to you. Lord, through this legacy offering, we're gonna be building a South Tampa facility, launching another location, reaching more people around the globe through missions. Lord, some of them will never hear a thank you from, but we thank you that you smile on it, you bless it, and as we give to you, God, I pray a blessing over every business, every leader, every man, every woman, every family. Lord, I pray that your hand would be on them. Let 2020 be the greatest year of victory and provision and breakthrough that they've ever experienced in their life, and let it start with the seed that they sow today. In Jesus' name we pray, and everybody that believes it says, Amen, amen, amen. Thank you for listening to the Radiant Church Podcast. For service times or giving options, visit us at weareradiant.com.